Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 5 p.m. and a scorching 103 degrees. Oh my goodness, there. 103 degrees? Yeah. That's 34 degrees too hot. Oh man, you hate to see it. Um, but on this, it's a fine Monday, September 17th here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show. Here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio, or to those listening online at camp.arizona.edu or any of our podcasting platforms, I'm your host, Brody Dryden, here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Good afternoon, Wildcats. We got a, we got a full-loaded uh, schedule for you today. We're diving right into some NFL news following up. Uh, that's basically all we're doing today, <laughs> folks. It's a, it's, a tar- it's a dark time in sports right now. We are coming down the pipeline, though, for um, the MLB season. We'll definitely hit a little bit on that, but yeah. take it away, Brody, driving right into the National Football League. Here, uh, yes, let's dive in right into the <laughs> National Football League. We, we had um, week two wrap up this uh, past week. We got the Monday night game coming up. Um, some big news has happened. Josh Gordon was just traded from the Cleveland Browns to the New England Patriots. Um, I'm I'm actually a fantasy owner of Josh Gordon, and um, I, I could I'm, be a good move. I, yeah, now he's got like a real quarterback throwing. I mean, Tyrod Taylor, love him and stuff, but I th- it's a lot better situation yeah. for me than Josh Gordon's in New England, I believe. Especially uh, with the Patriots and Tom Brady not really having a number one receiver right now. Mm-hmm. Josh Gordon definitely got that athletic deep threat ability. Could be another. Randy Moss situation, just leaving, you know, some controversy back in Cleveland. So yeah. good for him, you know, Josh Gordon with that tumultuous up and down due to um, some problems with addiction. But it's good to see him, you know, maybe being able to resurrect his career. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, I hope uh, Tom Brady, because, you know, Josh Gordon's never really had an elite quarterback um, throwing to him. And he's still shown the, those flashes of being a, a superstar one day. So hopefully this could be, you know, an opportunity, opportunity for him to uh, break out. Uh, like that so um do you really see now with Josh Gordon on the Patriots not like he's gonna make that much of a difference but do you see anybody stopping the Patriots this year I mean you know it's always hard to bet against the Patriots Tom Brady every time you count him out unless you know you you go for the knees Tom Brady seems indestructible really uh it's just no matter who he could be throwing new uh the Mountain View High School receiving core, and they would still make the Super Bowl, it seems like. He makes it work with all different types of receivers, all different types of running backs, and it's really just a credit to his work ethic and his just uh, amazing career. But I I don't think it changes the Patriots. I don't think it dramatically swings them. I think they were a Super Bowl um, like pick already. I don't Mm -hmm. think Josh Gordon really does one way or the other because I think it goes in two ways, all right? Uh, One, he has an awesome impact, does like a Randy Moss kind of situation. Or he's very much uh, just like uh, Chad Ochocinco when he joined the Patriots. He's just kind of there for yeah. the name, kind of finish out his career. So hopefully yeah. Josh Gordon goes for the latter, but we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. You know, um, Bill Belichick runs a tight ship, and uh, I don't think he'll be he able sure to uh, be messing around with none of that devil's lettuce out there. So <laughs> we'll be seeing Saints how he cabbage. does. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how he's doing. Um, but, I, you know. Patriots will be Patriots. Yeah, they sure will. Even though they they lost to the the Jaguars, that was complete. That was not on the offense whatsoever. They they let the Jaguars score yeah. thirty one points on them. They'll fix it. It's week two. Shout they, out to the Jaguars though for helping me out in fantasy that week. That was a much needed boost. Oh, do, do you have their defense? I have their defense. Okay. They let me down this week though. I got smashed by Ben Grimm, but it Yikes. was all right. Yeah, I got I got smacked up by Abby Ramirez. I I hate that guy. <laughs> He's a terrible person. But um, I would like to shout out our telephone number. We forgot to say we are taking calls all day today if you have any calls throughout our program and want to um you know want comment on something we say uh 
ask us any questions about anything, uh, feel free to call. Here's the phone number. It's 520-621-5806. And I would like to issue an apology to uh, my man Steve last week. Um, As it comes to my understanding that he was actually on air, we heard our recording on our podcast um, after the show, and he was on air, but we could not hear him in the studio. So I'm, I'm sorry. I meant no disrespect, Steve. Please call again. Uh, we'll make sure to answer uh, more of your questions. But I am truly, truly sorry. So um, if, if anybody else wants to call in, or Steve, if you want to call again, that number is five two zero six two one five eight zero six. So uh, yeah, just wanted to get that out there. Some more NFL news. And remember, uh, folks, let's keep it FCC clean. Yeah, yeah. Here. Please don't uh, say anything disrespectful or explicit we got to keep we are fcc clean out here so uh moving on to more nfl news there was a bad week for kickers uh, really this, this week yeah the browns uh they, they i mean they have that asu kicker zane gonzalez or uh, no now they you. don't anymore they they waved goodbye to him they waved his contract earlier today and oh, i he, see what you did there yeah yeah <laughs> thank you thank you um, so I didn't Z- say I liked it. I just said I saw what you did there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish this was an FCC clean. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Zane Gonzalez no longer has a job. He is butt cheeks. He went 15 for 20 last year as a rookie kicker. Yeah, that's with, still not great. Yeah, it wasn't great, but, you know, there, he had a pass. He, he's on the Browns, and this this year he, they could have won. They could be 2-0 and right now. The really? Browns could be 2-0 and if it wasn't for Zane Gonzalez. So that's what happens when you hire a Sun Devil for a job. Um, they really just blow chunks all over your program. And, you know, people give a hard time to kickers saying, oh, yeah, you know, they're just special teams. They just got to come out there and kick a field goal. But really, they're on some thin ice. Like yeah. many a game when a kicker, you know, goes one for four, one for five. And, you know, it's it's hard being a kicker, but, like, that's that's it. They get the ax, and, you know, you never hear from her again. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's thin ice being a professional kicker. So really you got to applaud some of these kickers like, Adam Vinatieri, Sebastian Janikowski, guys who've just been in there mm-hmm. kicking it in the league for so long. Because, you know, it's tough. I mean, yeah. there was a promotion at the U of A football game just to kick a 40-yarder that we think pros should just be able to hit, like, not, no problem. And, you know, having out some Joe Schmo out there <laughs> kicked it 10 yards in the air straight up. So yeah. uh, really, really just want to shout out the kickers out there. Yeah, because that's why it's so hard because they only have one job. Yeah. So it's it's like, you know, a quarterback's, you know, Khalil Tate's having an off day throwing the ball. Well, he'll start running it down the field. You know, there's more options um, that way where it's like kickers, you have one little job, no other option. But it really can mean like it make really or break does. a game. Yeah, that's why that ice is so thin. And also the the Vikings kicker was also let go. So I'm, I'm seeing Dan Bailey, the uh, – um, former Cowboys kicker who was released this past summer to get signed by one of those teams because I don't think he was deserving of um, getting getting released by yeah. the Cowboys. This he is officially a, the most airtime any kicker has ever been given ever. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, you make a good point. Let's move on to some more NFL news. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't know if you saw oh, that press Oh, he was conference. swagging out. He was swagging out. And Deshaun Jackson, man, Deshaun Jackson is my guy. I freaking love Deshaun Jackson. In one of my fantasy leagues every year, I always have to get Deshaun Jackson from seeing him uh, return punts here at Arizona Stadium when he was on Cal uh, to when he was on the Eagles, um, you know, gr- doing some funny things on his way to the <laughs> to the end zone. Yeah, he's a solid flex yeah, player. Yeah, he, he's a real awesome player. Uh, he's now on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are um, now 2-0 and under Ryan Fitzpatrick because Jameis Winston is obviously suspended. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick took a dive into Deshaun uh, Jackson's wardrobe in the locker room and came out in this, like, 
tracksuit, this black tracksuit. Conor McGregor-like. Yeah, it definitely looked like a, a bigger Conor McGregor um, with the sunglasses and everything. He g- gave his whole press conference about it. It was pretty hilarious. Um, Deshaun Jackson came out there with, like, no clothes and <laughs> asking for a bag. But honestly, Ryan Fitzpatrick, all jokes aside, has been a very solid No, he's, he's the number one quarterback rating-wise. I was uh, checking this out on my exclusive uh, sources in uh, ESPN Sports Center <laughs> Snapchat. Uh, literally the number one quarterback in rating, um, almost, like, top five in every other meaningful statistical category. So Ryan Fitzpatrick's really doing the work. It's really mm. impressive, you know. It seems like it's the story of his career, right? Yeah. Plays well, as we'll remember for the Jets. The Jets didn't want to pay him, let him go. Kind of chills off, you know, just as a quality backup and then flares up again. And it just seems like a constant roller coaster, like a less successful Nick Foles. And it's too bad because at this point in his career, you know, he's he's too old to be like a bona fide starter. He's probably going to just, you know, settle for that backup career. But honestly, when you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick's career, it's a... Quite impressive, just with all the things he's done. Uh, He definitely has probably the best value of any Mm -hmm. quarterback um, in NFL history, I'd probably say. But, yeah, but if Ryan Fitzpatrick still is just, like, torching defenses like this, um, you know, say the Bucks end up 4-0 with Jameis Winston coming back for the fifth game, do do you see them still benching Ryan Fitzpatrick? I mean, I think it's a tough – it's really a tough call, right, because – what ends up happening is then all that chemistry with the first teamers, yeah. they just kind of end up. The O line loves Fitzpatrick. That's true. I mean, you know, and I think say what you want about Jameis Winston being more talented, like he's really immature. Like mm-hmm. really, it's 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 no, there's no other way the, to say the it. The licking the fingers. Oh, no, like it's, it's the, he's a weird dude. Yeah, he's, he's a, a weird dude. He's a very strange guy. I'm a, I'm a fan of like his play style. Like I'll play with him and Madden, but I would not want to be Jameis Winston's friend. I'm I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a tough look. It'd be a yeah. real tough look. Uh, once again, folks, we'd love to hear any uh, yeah. <laughs> trash talk you've got going on, Ryan says Patrick. We'll shout out that number one more time. It is five two zero six two one. <laughs> Uh, 5-8-0-6. I thought you had it pulled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the phone number, if you want to call in, um, talk some sports banter with us, is 520-621-5806. Ask us some questions, uh, say anything you want that's FCC clean, and we'll uh, put you on air. Um, so, yeah, please do that. Is there any more NFL news? With oh, the, I think we might as well oh. just go break down the break down the week. How it's, how it was well, looking. What one one more headline was that Vontae Davis retiring oh. at halftime? The Bills cornerback. Let he, me speak a little bit to this yeah, Vontae Davis. You know, uh, he bounced around, but his greatest three, four, five years was as a Colt and made mm-hmm. the Pro Bowl a couple of times. Was our legit number one corner, and it's it's a shame to see Vontae Davis do this. For those of you who don't know, the man straight up week two retired <laughs> at halftime. Yeah. That'd be like if I literally walked up out of the show right now. Oh, oh man. we are we are getting a caller. <laughs> All right, hold All on, right. folks. We're gonna hear more about what this caller has to say. Yeah. Steve, Steve, is it you, Steve? Is, is it Steve? Who I don't know. I'm gonna find out. Hello. All right. So it's Rob. Oh, it's Rob. How's it going, Rob? What do you want to talk about? All right, well, well. All right, sounds we'll, good, Rob. We're going to put you on air right now, okay? All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Rob on the line with us. Uh, we're going to switch that over so you can hear what Rob's thoughts are. But Go for it, Rob. You're on air. Rob, are you, can you hear me, Rob? Yes, I can. All right, we can hear you. It's a miracle. <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, I just wanted to know and what your guys' thought on uh, Kansas City's quarterback, Mahomes, breaking records out there. Oh, that's a very good question. Rob, thank you very much for that question, Mahomes. Um, the Kansas City uh, 
quarterback. He he's a, he's been a stud. You know, not he has. not a lot of hype around him before the year. Small market, Kansas City. Yeah, but you know, I, he's been absolutely killing it. What, what do you have? Like ten touchdowns in the first. No two interceptions weeks? too. Yeah, yeah. Second in QBR, right behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, and it's looking more and more. I was, I'll be honest, I was real hesitant. I was. Very hesitant when the Chiefs let go of Alex Smith. I didn't think Mahomes was ready, yeah, to be yeah. honest, to take over the reins. Yeah. But he's he's proven it. I think Andy Reid works well with that type of quarterback, just big arm, lets it rip. And, uh, you know, they're doing well, the Chiefs. So not saying they're making it out of the AFC. That's still the Patriots' uh, league to lose. Mm. But definitely looking like there's some hope, you know, because AFC they were – not AFC. The Chiefs, they were real up there for a minute, mm -hmm. um, and they kind of fell off a little bit. But shout-out to Mahomes. He's doing – he's putting in the work. Yeah, only missed – had had five incomplete passes this past week. And they, they beat the Steelers. Man, the Steelers, shout-out to Gabe Elder, are doing trash. They're 0-1-1 <laughs> and um, now, and I don't see them going uh, that far up because, of course, Big Ben is injured. What like, does it say about Le'Veon, though, now? I, I I still don't think they even I, is it wor even worth it for them Pay to get Le'Veon? the I, man the money. But like is Le'Veon? I honestly Le'Veon probably would have. Because they uh, were close losses. The yeah. Cleveland one was a tie. This one was only a five point loss. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell, you know, will get you five points at least. Pay the man the money. You hear me, Mike Tomlin? Pay him. He's been your workhorse. Just pay the running back, you know? I know running backs are like a hot topic. Oh, you know, you can always just seem to get one in the third or fourth round of the draft every year. Yeah. But Le'Veon is a special talent. I mean, you know, it's just really sad to say. It's like if someone was being like, you know, racking up sales at a corporate job and then you kept paying them <laughs> minimum wage, you know? Come on. Okay. Come on. That, that, that's a good point. You, you, you got me with the metaphor there. But, yeah, James Conner, I guess he did have a, a one touchdown, but he only had 17 yards total oh, for the geez, whole game. Oh, jeez, no thank so. you. Yeah, I, I'd say that, oh, Big Ben had positive running yards, nine, and one touchdown. Didn't even know that. but um, I didn't even know Ben Roethlisberger could move out of the pocket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. He's uh, like John Goodman in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. So did you, um, th thank you again, Rob, for um, actually calling and answering a question, asking us a question. So j just one more time, if anyone else wants to call us, that number is 520 621 5806 would really appreciate some more questions from you guys but thank you rob uh we were in the middle of talking about vontae davis you're in the middle of a oh a yes spiel. my man vontae well not my man anymore because i really hate what he did folks for those <laughs> of you who are just joining us we were talking about how vontae davis this man up and retired from the national football league at halftime he retired at halftime and just didn't come out. The Bills players were disgusted. I think the whole mm -hmm. and I believe it's like an well, I don't even know if it's an unspoken code. It's just something you just yeah. know. Don't quit in the middle of a game. Yeah. Like um, to go back to your corporate job um, metaphor, it's like taking a lunch break and not coming back. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, oh, it's it's the you, worst. You gotta stay to the end of the day. You I know, know at 5 least. PM is the end. And so you know, it's just really tough to see Vontae Davis. You know, struggled initially in the league, found his niche with the Colts, and then you know. Due to his age, you know, 10 years for a corner, that's a good like good career, you know. Mm -hmm. It's hard to stay with some of these young receivers now. So 10 years, putting him, you know, around 30, that's a solid career. But, you know, come on, man. Wait wait a game. You know, come on. He was getting money. Like, just just play the game. That's, mm -hmm. like, kind of infuriating, to be honest. So yeah. still uh, got love for Vontae Davis as a Colt, but as a Bill, uh, I think his actions were completely disgusting. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right, so upcoming today uh, for our Monday night game is Seahawks Bears uh, this this that's gonna be not a not I don't think that'll be too far yeah. I mean Trubisky had a had a good um, first week you know it was kind of cool to see Khalil Mack out there for the Bears get mm -hmm. his like uh, you know show his like kind of vengeance I guess I can't wait till the Seahawks play the uh, the Raiders that's gonna be uh, fun for to watch Mack 
do that. But, yeah, the Seahawks versus Bears coming up Monday night. Do you have any predictions for this one? I'm actually going to give it to the Bears. I think Khalil Mack, you know, literally he is the defense. Like, he's a one-man defensive stopper. He's a game wrecker. Um, And it's just ridiculous to see how good this man is. And he's still in his prime. It's not, you know, like still going towards it. So really, really uh, awesome. Has a lot of skill and potential. And uh, Trubisky, he's good enough. You know, yeah. I'm worried about him in the future. I think it could be like another Blake Bortles where we just keep waiting and Very waiting and waiting. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's only a second year quarterback, but yeah. I didn't really like him in, to begin with. You know, I think he got picked so high because he was such a weak quarterback class. Like mm-hmm. if he was in this last class, I don't think I think Lamar. I think he falls to the second round. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting to see all how that plays out. Uh, he's got some talent, but. Definitely don't think he's a long-term solution, even though I hope I'm wrong for Bears mm-hmm. fans' sakes. But, yeah, um, yeah so I'm going to give it to the Bears, though, tonight. Russell Wilson, his offensive line is atrocious. Yeah. Like, it is god-awful. I, I feel bad for like, Russell Like, it's like Wilson. five Brody Drydens out oh. there trying to play <laughs> hey, on the offensive hey, line. get out of here. Just gangly and kind of uncoordinated. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, just really, no, I'm sorry. You would be better than the, <laughs> yeah, than the Seahawks offensive line. Thank you. Line. I'll take that one. Um, but just really, truly terrible. Yeah, and the, so. the Legion of Boom is no more. No. They are, are god-awful on defense. It's just Earl Thomas, really. I don't even think Cam Chancellor. He, Cam Chancellor might be on the team. I can't even say for sure. I thought, I thought Earl Thomas left. Too. No, Earl Thomas is there, oh, okay. and Richard Sherman's gone. I don't know yeah. where, where Cam Chancellor's at. If we could. I, either way, the, the Legion of Boom is Yeah, just... so it's kind of sad, you know, and Martellus Bennett, things like people that made that defense such so fun and, like, such a pillar to watch – is uh, just gone now, and so it's kind of just all Russell Wilson, and it's not like he has any big-name receivers, so you got one guy trying to take on. So, you know, this is a typical Monday night game where I think they thought both teams would be better than they are, and it's kind of just like, oh, well, we still got to play them. So it is what it is, but, yeah, not really looking forward to this game, but, yeah, still giving it to the Bears. What about you, Brody? Yeah, I've got to give it to the Bears. I, I'm optimistic for Trubisky. He's got the momentum going in tonight. The Seahawks are, are just, like, pretty butt cheeks this yeah. year. I, I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, you know it, yeah. With the the Chicago at home, they're they're gonna have a good crowd for week two. So yeah, Cam Chancellor is still um, on the Seahawks, but is the uh, phone? It is not dialing. I think no, it's not. I think oh, I thought just, I heard like a dial. Tone yeah, I think or you're something. just getting excited. You're like a fifteen. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, 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 no. I know it's not. We're um, ringing. Whatever. But I would like to point out the uh, the third Google suggestion uh, suggestion under Cam Chancellor is Cam Chancellor wife. <laughs> So um, <laughs> we just clicked on it, folks. Let's just see. Well, okay. She's then. not famous. I don't know. She's not famous. Yeah, Russell Wilson doing fine. The marrying Sierra. Oh yeah, beautiful child. They're doing all right. Even They're though doing future right. is probably gonna beat him up one day. <laughs> ah, future. Shout out to Scotty Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Show is off the rails here, <laughs> folks. <laughs> all right. Do we have any more? And or we can break down a couple week three NFL. Yeah, what, what are some good matchups? What's a marquee coming? matchup that you're, you're picking? Your Colts against the Eagles. Oh, with Philadelphia man. at home. Carson Wentz was cleared to um, play week three. Cleared to play doesn't mean he's necessarily going to. Though, That's you true. Know? So we'll see. I'm still probably going to give it to the Eagles even with <laughs> yeah. Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, the defense, though, shout out to our, uh, like, I think second-round linebacker pick, uh-huh. Darius Leonard. He is, he's is he got some makings, right? He's looking like he could be a potential pro bowler one day in this league, if not this season. Let me break this down for you on this Sunday game. 18 tackles, oh. 15 solo tackles, my one sack. Oh my and so, like, you know, he's, he's sort of like, you know, I don't want to say Khalil Mack because he's definitely not that, but... On a defense that's kind of abysmal and not 
all that it's, you know, we know what the Colts defense is. It's not very yeah. good subpar. He's really shining on there, and so we really like to see that. Andrew Luck's still getting it done with just enough offense. Eric Ebron, the tight end we signed from Detroit, he's really been putting in the work. He's a good compliment. Ebron's more of a fast, athletic tight end, whereas Jack Doyle is just a, the stronghold, like, you know, throw him a five-yard pass. He's not going to gain any yards, but he won't fumble the ball either. Yeah. So just one of those kind of guys. So it's a good balance. Frank Wright uses a lot of tight ends, so I'm a fan of it. Yes, please to the Colts, but I still give the Eagles a win. Yeah. How are your Broncos looking for this upcoming week, Brody? Let's see. The Broncos. Is this their bye week? I, I don't In think. week three, I don't think. I don't think oh, yeah. Bad. They're playing the Ravens. Oh, that that's, should be a win. Yeah, it, it should be. Jo- Flacco, Wacko is not going to do much. I The Ravens really need to uh, start um, Lamar. Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah, because Lamar Jackson is like the only future they've got. They're not going to win any Super Bowls or do anything much with mm-hmm. Joe Flacco, so I think they need to start focusing on their future a lot really? more. Because Joe Flacco is still elite. I will say that. Wow. Joe Flacco is still That's elite That's a hot take, folks. If you disagree or agree with Brody <laughs> Dryden, call us in at the number that we've been given at yeah, all that, show yeah. that I still don't know. <laughs> the, number, the number to call in is 520-621-5806 if you want to dispute with me on if Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback. I would, I would strongly disagree that he's an elite quarterback. I don't know what his Madden rating is, but it can't be in the greens. It's probably around the 70s, I'd assume. He's just... I think we've seen Joe Flacco as the typical example of he got lucky, made it to the Super Bowl, beat him, got a, he got his ring. Don't, I mean, he was playing Kaepernick. So. I mean, that's true. So he got his ring, but it's more like, well, so I don't know how really I feel about Joe Flacco as elite. I don't even think at his prime he was elite, yeah. and now he's kind of going downhill. Well, so. we know he's, he's a lot better than Paxton Lynch. He's in the same, uh, same boat as Zane Gonzalez right now. And I'm just <laughs> thankful for that because, oof. He was, he was garbage. Even as a third string, he wasn't oh. worthy of that. I'd, I'd rather have three Brady Quinns oh my goodness. <laughs> be, behind um, whoever the Broncos end up starting rather than uh, rather than that is Paxton a, That is a tough rap. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some other marquee matchups we yeah. got. Um, scroll down a little bit. Well, that's the bottom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wow, is the NFL just picking some... Awful games. Uh, yeah, honestly, it seems like it's looking like a week where the teams that are better should win. Like, there's not really any close matchups. Again, it's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout I guess out to the, the one... Panthers for the, they're banging out this year. Really, Cam Newton's finally got it going on. Yeah, I don't know, Cam Newton. I'm not a no, no thank you to Cam Newton to be honest. Why not? I don't know. I just don't think he's a quarterback. <laughs> like if I'm that being, is a hot take. If I that is an <laughs> ice cold take. If I've ever heard one. I mean, just like the way he runs an offense, it's like what brought him in the league was he was supposed to be this athletic, dynamic guy. And don't worry, that's how he scores. But have you seen him throw the ball? He is. He throws a terrible ball. I mean, I I, I don't think he's that bad. I mean, he's, he's been killing it this year. Let's look. I mean, I'll give him. He won an MVP and all that. But I just, if I, if you gave me all the quarterbacks to you, pick. Yeah, you can't win an MVP as a quarterback without knowing how to throw a football. I mean, Cam Newton would probably be one of the last picks I'd choose. As, as a starting as quarterback? A, if I had to build a team, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I guess they did lose to the Falcons. Shoot. I thought they won. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. But he had three touchdowns, only one interception. It definitely wasn't Cam's fault. The Panthers defense let up 31 points against the Falcons. I guess. I don't know. I'm just not a, I'm not a Cam Newton fan, to be honest. Fair enough. Uh, let's talk about the one matchup that kind of jumps out to you on paper a little bit is the Saints or it's the Falcons. That's a nice oh, yeah. AFC South uh, no, uh, excuse me, NFC South matchup with Matt Ryan and Drew Brees going against each other. Julio Jones against that stifling New Orleans defense. They got those two young corners back there and a good D-end in Cam Jordan. So yeah. definitely got some upside there. That'll be a good one. AFC South, real tight division with the um, Falcons predominantly is the favorite. Mm-hmm. And then it's a real tight one for the Saints and the Panthers, honestly, with even with Cam Newton being a, 
a chub, but still, uh, <laughs> not looking too bad. So, well, that'll be a, definitely a key matchup to keep an eye out for. Yeah, I always love the Saints uh, Falcons matchup. It's like the the Southern yeah. little Darby. Is it in there. the South? I mean, is it in the Falcons or is it in the it's Saints? At, it's at Falcons. Okay, so yeah, uh, maybe you have to give it a little bit to the Falcons then. And to I, I always remember this matchup as being that the comeback after um, the the first game back in the New Orleans Stadium after oh. Hurricane Katrina. Some some emotional attachment. I don't know why I always remember that. Yeah, but I didn't you know it was a national. Yeah tragedy so it's like it's like the first game on september 12th at yankee stadium when george bush threw that you know oh yeah who who really cares about stadium oh was the Mets stadium yeah no it was the yankees game no it was the yankees the the day after september 12th no they canceled all the games for like a week after 9-11 oh shoot well the first game after the first game after was at the mets I'm gonna, I'm gonna and mike piazza hit a home run (laughs) why do you know these things because i i i Weren't you like three? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, there's YouTube's there. Fair enough. Reason. Respect, respect. All right, are, are we done with NFL? I think. We're, I think so. Let's move on to some Arizona football and let's give it a let's clap it up one time for the University of Arizona. Yeah, you'd love to see. We're them on the board. Getting a W. We got one in the win. It was column. against Southern Utah though, so we better hold our horses. The final score was 62 to 31. Um, we we allowed Southern Utah to score 31 on us. But I mean, the fourth quarter we basically pulled every starter. I, yeah, I know. It was the fourth quarter they got those extra 14 points. Still not totally comfortable with them. Because, you know, at the end of the first half, we were only up by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. We are not a first-half first football team, but no. we never have been here <laughs> at the University true. of Arizona. I think Mike Stoops set that precedent. Um, but, yeah, Southern oh, Utah. Oh, good word choice. Thank you. No problem. Th- thank you so much. But, yeah, Khalil Tate uh, went 13 for 20, had five total touchdowns with 349 yards. He was looking like a stud, but yet again, it was against Southern Utah. Yeah, um, I will say this, Brody Dryden. What? We weren't at the first game due to a wedding of our dear friends. True. They lost. Didn't make the trip out to Houston. No, they lost. Can't do that. Went to the Southern Utah game. They won. Are you are you saying we're the good luck charm? I am saying that we are the good luck charm. All That's right. all I'm trying to imply here. So that is a hot take here from Eric yeah. Wong. Yeah, I believe it though. We were we were good fans out there. Yeah, in we the were front, cheering front it row out. of the Zona Zoo. We were we were having a good old time. We were there three hours early. Oh, holding down those first front rows for uh, Arizona Legion. Shout out. Oh yeah, shout out to Arizona Legions. Try for the tie. Try for the tie, baby. All right, but yeah, any any analogy? What did anything stick out to you about this uh, this game? I'm hoping the one you know Southern Utah was a good like beat 'em up game, but also I'm hoping that like maybe all the players are kind of starting to click in on uh, someone's offense. You know, they're finally yeah. starting to roll, get it. Because uh, shout out to Benjamin Grimm who kind of brought this up. I thought it was going to be a seamless transition. I thought they ran similar offenses, but if you will notice, Sumlin is a lot more pass heavy yeah where rich rod was a lot more like honestly tate do whatever you want and i think you see that with khalil really honestly just trying to listen to someone he's not running as much he's really trying to throw the ball and he looks uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so we're hoping that he starts figuring out and honestly um i love this quote from matt hasselback the great seahawk quarterback um said the goat yeah like he just said play football let it loose you know let it go and just like kind of just um, play the game, you know. It's important to follow the coaches and stick to the game plan, but when like a play that. breaks down because of our atrocious offensive line, mm-hmm. take it and go. Like, you know, and I think that's what we're seeing from Khalil. I remember barely all during the game on uh, Saturday, we were uh, yelling from the students saying, just run, just take yeah. off. You got a wide open lane. And I think he's he's fighting two battles. He's fighting the Khalil Tate that he wants to be and the Kevin uh, Khalil Tate Kevin Sumlin wants him to be. Yeah. So he's got to find that balance. But, you know, hopefully – We'll get it just in time for Pac-12 play. Yeah. So uh, who we got next week, Brody? It's Oregon yeah. State, I believe. Um. Yeah. So in Corvallis, now that's a tough matchup. Yeah, that's gonna be a, a tough one for them. We I want to confirm that that's true. 
Um, but yeah, either way, yeah, they're at Oregon State in Corvallis. It's Corvallis. It's going to be a afternoon game. I feel like U of A is like, I, I don't know if that, there's like an official pattern. I don't know, but I just feel like we're not great in afternoon games. I also feel like we're not good at in Corvallis. I, we're just not good on on the road, really, except when Scooby Wright was here. Oh, um, bless. Brooks Reed back in oh, the day. Spencer Larson. You love to see it. But, yeah, Oregon State, I, Oregon State's, like, such – they were the ones that lost by, like, 70 to Ohio State. Yeah, Maybe given it was Ohio, it was Ohio State, State, but it's, like, they're still a collegiate football Yeah, they're still team. D1 athletes they're, out here, they're barely. Not, they're not FCS yet. They're still, yeah. they're still FBS um, college football athletes. So, I I mean, really, on paper, we should be getting the – It's actually giving us the advantage right there. Yeah, 64% um, – Win win probability for the Wildcats. Yeah, but I, to be fair, ESPN is a, technically saying we should have been four and zero by now. Yeah, three and zero. That's true. Because um, Connor Blunt for the uh, Oregon State Beavers, he he's had a he's had an all right season. You know, he, he I guess only four touchdowns. That's not great. Um, but yeah, I th- in, in three games, yeah, yeah that's they, not so hot. Yeah, they have a, they have a great uh, running back, Jamar Jefferson. I think he's a freshman. I don't think he'll go to the NFL or anything. You know, he's just on Oregon State, but he, he couldn't toast us. Yeah, a solid I, college running, like a Nick Wilson type, you know. Yeah. Nothing special, nothing next level, but yeah. good enough to try to get you win, win you some games. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's all you need sometimes, get your education and, you know, say you play college football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I, I, I think that those are the dangerous kind of quarterbacks that aren't afraid to just kind of, you know, pound through the defensive line because I, it's always been like that. The U of A's had a pattern of, you know, if uh, running back's willing to just, like, go on the, the halfback draw right yeah, down yeah, the middle, yeah. we'll let up, like, five yards every time. And it's like they'll just take the slow moving but, yeah. like, consistently moving mm-hmm. drive um, against the U of A defense all the way down the field until they uh, blow up for a big play and get a touchdown. So I, I'm, I'm a little scared for that. But, um, you, you know, yet again, J.J. Taylor, he had a, um, a good game last night or Saturday night. He had that kick mm-hmm. return off that, yeah. that squib kick. Uh, which was really nice to see. I could see him heating up uh, this week. But it'll, it'll be like a pretty – I say this will be a good game. Okay. I, I, I don't think it'll be too lopsided for I us, but, but we should definitely get the dub. Hopefully, yeah. Two and two, you know, that's that kind of saves the season a little bit, starts off fresh uh, going into a Pac-12 play. So that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Football season feel like it's kind of – it's rolling pretty fast, it feels like. We're already yeah. at week four, already a month into it, where it felt like, you know, before mm-hmm. we were just crawling, we just couldn't wait for it, and now, boom, we're already a month in. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, Definitely think this kind of hit and tampered our expectations a little bit mm-hmm. uh, with how good this season will be. I think we'll get Tate back, though, again for his senior really? year. Really? I don't think he's – I don't even think he knows he's not NFL ready. Yeah, I I don't see him – but he, he'd get a shot. That's the thing. That's I don't the, think he'd get drafted, though. I don't there, – there's a lot of draft picks in the NFL. You know, it's not the NBA where it's guess, just like two rounds. I, I think he would get drafted. Just like the potential he's shown, knowing he has that opportunity. I don't know how passionate he is about school Yeah. here. So, like, depending on that, um, how, how he is about his education, we'll see and how obviously how the rest of the season develops. But I, I have a feeling he's going he's gonna to get out of here. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a tough call, but I just don't know. Because we, we've seen – like similar quarterbacks, like one that really sticks out to me is like R.J. Barrett from Ohio State, similar to Khalil Tate, strong arm, could run, and he kind of sent it to the NFL, and it never really panned out for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't know, he had more upside, more hype than Khalil, won a national championship, and you know he's he's not in the league anymore. So I think uh, you got to really think about that, Khalil. But I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if he was uh, on the thing. <laughs> just hang it up. Hang okay, it up all right. 
All right, we, so I, I just had a word that we were, had an attempted caller, but it said the line was busy. So oh. I just wanted you to do <laughs> that it. That was an L. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so. I've had the, oh, man, that's unfortunate. I apologize, folks. Yeah, but um, I'll, I will give that number out um, just again if you if you guys want to call in and um, ask us some questions. Our number is 520-621-5806. Uh, we're talking college football right now. I say we move into a, a more overall um, playoff or, yeah, more college football playoff picture. Yeah, let's you know, talk like, about it. Yeah, it's real early, but we can uh, lay down a couple predictions. Oh, for sure. Yeah, who, who do you have? Give me uh, two teams, your top oh, two Alabama's teams. Oh, Alabama's definitely in there, bro. Alabama is slamming it. Tua Tagovailoa is everything. You know, we mm-hmm. thought, oh, you know, just one game and a half. How good can this guy be? Jalen Hurst, you know, more proven. But this man is, like, he's a little bit smaller than Marcus Mariota, but everything I've seen leads me to believe he'll be better than Marcus Really? And, you know, Marcus Mariota's had a decent NFL career so far, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans are putting it all on him, and he's done pretty well for him. But Tua, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of uh, Tua. He's got some skill. He's got a better arm. I don't know how mobile he actually is. He's kind of a short guy, but still mm-hmm. kind of a stud. I really like Tua Tagovailoa, so I'd really, really say that um, watch out for him because he's only a sophomore, so he still uh, needs this year. But I think he's building up a decent Heisman case. And then uh, next season – when he's eligible for the draft, you know, maybe he wins the Heisman and says, you know what? I mean, once you win the Heisman in college football, like what else mm-hmm. is there really to do besides win a natty? But I think they could do that this <laughs> this season. So yeah. I think we could see him, uh, I think just because of his size, but like, you know, short quarterbacks is like not a do or die. You know, we've seen Drew Brees do well. Baker Mayfield's a short guy. So honestly, Tua has a good shot. You know, I, I'm a fan, you know. Uh, there's not too much separation between <laughs> Hawaiians and Asians. So any more Hawaiian <laughs> quarterbacks we can get, in the league, I'm a fan of. I would rock a Tua Tagovailoa jersey. Really? Yeah. If he was in the NFL, like, would you rock like a, a Browns? I don't. Oh, I'd be very concerned that <laughs> the Browns are drafting in the next two years or a quarterback. <laughs> That's um, true. That's but true. I don't know if he went to like who's a crappy team. Uh, like the Texans or something. No, because like they got Deshaun Watson. That's the thing. There's also a lot of good young quarterbacks in the league uh-huh. right now. I don't know. I'd say if he maybe went like if it doesn't work out in Denver. Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't work out with uh, Simeon. No, no, it's no, no. Simeon's already gone to the Vikings. I, I he was the guy. He was on the um, Redskins, or he was on the Vikings. Really knowledgeable sports host. He got here. Yeah, on. yeah, we know what we're talking about. But I'll just lay down a couple predictions for my college football playoff. Um, I'm gonna give it to two Pac-12. I don't know about our I, Alabama's in. Yeah, they're, they're already. And I'll give uh, two more though. I think um, Pac-12 teams, two Pac-12 teams are making it. It's gonna be Stanford. What? <laughs> Bryce Love is Bro, gonna... you're speaking some nonsense <laughs> no, now. Washington's already lost in Stanton. No, you're speaking some garbage. No, Stanford's 3 and 0 right now. Bryce Love is a stud. I'm I'm putting him on Heisman watch oh, right now. Oh, well, so is everyone else. Well, yeah, they, well, of course. But like I think he's going to really carry um Stanford into the um, playoff, and I, I'm going to give it to Washington. That's going to be their only loss this Ooh. season. They're going to sneak in as the the two Pac-12 teams. Um, I don't the, think the there will ever be playoff. a day, to be honest, when two Pac-12 teams make it in. I think they're going to do it. Washington's going to win out, barely scrape out the four seed, lose to Alabama first round. Then, uh, you know, I bet Stanford will come in with the. I'll, I'll say they'll come in with the three seed against Oklahoma. Okay, well, I'm going to be a little bit more really realistic. I'm going to say Alabama. I mean, this is way early. We're only in the third game. But I'm going to say Alabama, Clemson. Uh, I'll give you Stanford, fine. Alabama, Clemson, Stanford, Georgia. 
Okay. But yeah. Stanford at the four. What, what a safe picker you are. No hot, uh, no hot takes. Whoa, over. I, I think Stanford I, is I, a hot take. I, I, well, that I came up with first. <laughs> <laughs> I, ice cold takes only from Eric Wong over here. And I would like to point out that I royally messed up, and I had the, a button pressed on here that was holding all the calls. So, <laughs> um, so I'm so sorry if you tried calling me <laughs> when we were begging for the past like 25 minutes. But ever since we took our last caller, we had the wrong button pressed. So five two zero six. Two one five eight zero six is the number if you want to call in and uh, you know ask us a question, make a comment, do whatever you need. Five two zero six two one five eight zero six. But right now we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. Quick commercial break. Love we'll, to hear. We'll be right back in just a second. Muscleman's Honda reminds us that it's back to school time. Remember, some children are headed to and from school on their own for the first time. While walking and talking, they're not always mindful of traffic hazards. So in the morning and early afternoons, please drive with extra caution. This message is brought to you by Muscleman's Honda, your headquarters for new and pre-owned motorcycles, ATVs, side-by-sides, scooters, parts, and accessories since 1948. Online at MuscelmanHonda.com. Muscleman's Honda is on the air because they care about our children's safety. Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. Um, love to have you back. I, I would like to thank Amanda Chesin, um, our production director here at uh, Camp Student Radio, for uh, helping us film that little edit to our Big in- intro music. I, I think it's pretty fire. I don't know what you think, Eric, but I'm not going to listen. It's, I think it's hilarious. I, I, all right, good. Leave um, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. Um, so thank you, Amanda Chesin. You're the best. Um, but, yeah, just yet again, if anybody wants to call in, I know there's a few of you, a question on the tip of your tongue, 520-621-5806 is the number if you want to call in and ask us some questions. Um, but if you don't, we're going to keep on moving on with our show. Uh, so what what other sports news do we got coming up? Dwayne Wade, uh, he announced that he is coming back for one last season with the Miami Heat. The retirement he, he, tour. you love to see it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, he's a childhood hero of mine. Yeah, I was about to Sha- say. Shaquille O'Neal is my all-time favorite athlete, and he always will be, I, I'm pretty sure. And, um, you know, Dwayne Wade was obviously his teammate as I was growing up on the Miami Heat. So Dwayne Wade has a lot of sentimental uh, meaning to me. So, um, you know, I, I really love to see him. He's kind of an old geezer now, not making too much of an impact. Um, but, you know, he's always been a humble player. There's a, the fact, I don't know if you saw that, that Dwayne Wade has never been the highest player on the Miami Heat ever since he started playing really? there. I believe it. So that, that's how good of a guy he is. Obviously jumped around to Chicago and Cleveland this past couple years, uh, which might have been a mistake, uh, tainted a little uh, with his uh, Miami um, legendary career there. Um, but, you know, I, I'm still glad to see him go on one last little yeah. – um, you know, rendezvous around the um, NBA 82-game season, and he's he's coming back. So. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shift this more to you. Who was the man on that team? Was it Shaq or was it Dwayne? Who was the guy? Who Whose team was it? Let me – I'm like – I'm pretty sure Shaq won finals MVP. Okay, now, because here's the thing. I would say 
that it was Dwayne. And Shaq himself, I saw this on an interview with Graham Bessinger, that, uh, citing your sources, folks, make sure you do that, um, that Shaq even said to Dwayne, like, yo, I'm not trying to make this my team. Uh, mm-hmm. It's your team, but I know how to win championships, which he did, won mm-hmm. three with the Lakers. And Dwayne was like, heck yeah, man, show me the way. But Shaq always knowing that when it was game time, it's going to Dwayne, it's going in his hands. Yeah, and, and Dwayne did win the 2006 Finals MVP. And I, I think even NBA 2K has Dwayne ranked higher than Shaq at that time. And I, you know what, I'll give it to him. Like Shaq was always my favorite because I kind of related uh, to him growing up big, immobile, um, <laughs> down, just stuck down in the post, um, stuff like that, uh, defensive monster, That's you know. True. But. Um, so, yeah, I'll say Dwayne. It was more of Dwayne Wade's team. That, that was just like a favoritism yeah. uh, thing for me, having Shaq. But, yeah, Dwayne Wade was such a legend. Shaq had his time with Kobe that he put Kobe on his shoulders uh, for those uh, that three-peat that they had. Now, I will say, I heard something interesting. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, on Snapchat or, uh, Snapchat Sports Center where I get all my news from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Wade, top three shooting guard of all time. Yes or no? I, I On first instinct i want to say no because like because yeah. i wanted to say yes Ma- let's think about it michael jordan michael kobe. jordan kobe Dwayne wade when you think about the championships he's won the all-star appearances like yeah you got team mac never won vince carter never won james harden maybe by the time his career is over but he's still never won mm-hmm. uh and like Dwayne, i don't know i i, I, don't, I, I would yeah, Dwayne wade's a three-time champion correct? four time no four, three time three yeah. time two with yeah two with lebron one with Shaq. i yeah i i I, you you have me stumped there. I, I think. would say Jordan, Kobe, Dwayne. Like when you really get down to it, like Jordan obviously number one, and I I will give you Kobe number two, greatest shooting guard of all time. But even when you go back into the days, like um, Joe Dumars doesn't hold a candle to Dwayne Wade. Um, other greats, I can't even really think. That's the thing. Like the two guard, I feel like is always besides Jordan and Kobe has been kind of depleted. Like you know, there's tons of great point guards, tons of great sh- uh, small forwards, tons of great centers. So do, do you say that? thinking that Allen Iverson is a shooting guard. I think he's a point guard. I still think he's a point guard. Even though he played shooting guard throughout his prime. I mean, yeah, but I think... And Aaron McKee running the point. Yeah, but really, when it was crunch time and you wanted the ball going through someone, which I believe is a definition of a point guard, who does your offense run through? It go through AI. It went through AI. So He was was always the answer. Yes, to any question. (laughs) Except uh, financial questions. uh, Well, now that I... Not doing too high. Or marital questions also. (laughs) I wasn't good at financial or marital questions. Oh, my goodness. All right. Or fatherhood, maybe. (laughs) All right. right, I'm moving along. Or or bowling alley incidents. (laughs) I wasn't good at answering answering those questions either. All right. But, okay. (laughs) Moving along from Alan Iverson. Ray Allen was also a shooting guard. Vince Carter was. Who do you think wins one on one, Vince Carter or Dwayne Wade? I think Dwayne Wade. He's quicker. He he never had a three point shot. Well, never consistent. I wouldn't say Vince Carter had a very consistent three point shot either. I'd I'd say he was a pretty. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't like. He was streaky. I don't know. I'd give it to Dwayne. He's so quick, so fast. Yeah, it's it's a hard. He's called the Flash. Like, and now do you think James Harden could surpass? He needs to win. James Harden needs to win, yeah. but I think it's going to be hard in this atmosphere. Right? I mean, I think it's very similar. Like they both are carrying teams. They both carried teams, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I think that is number one, the biggest thing. Like you know, mm-hmm. Jordan carried a team, Kobe carried a team. But when you think about it, Vince Carter didn't really carry the team. The Raptors were never great under Vince Carter. He yeah. when he was on the Nets, he had Jason Kidd, you know. Yeah. And then after that, he kind of T Mac, same thing, you know. You could, uh, like, you know, never was on like the cool, Raptors. Cool, flashy, exactly. Than actual, yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, even on the Magic, you know, they didn't 
T Mac was great, but didn't really do mm-hmm. anything. The the Rockets, you know, Yao and him were great, but still, you know, didn't do that much. Mm-hmm. Even though it hurts me to say, "Love you, Yao Ming." So you know, I'd say would also like to insert Reggie Miller on the. Oh, definitely not. Reggie well, Miller doesn't he, even he hold didn't up. have no. the athleticism, oh. but oh my goodness, no, best uh, three point shooter of all, the second best three point shooter of all time. Yeah, uh-uh. And you know, he he never had a Shaq, even though if Shaq wasn't um, the man with Dwayne Wade, he he had. Reggie Miller had Rick Smith and a, and a depleting Detlef Shrimp. To, <laughs> and to, Mark Jackson. Don't sleep on Mark Jackson. Well, yeah, but his Mark Jackson. <laughs> you know, he never had a, another guy. Yeah, I don't think he passed it. That's Wade, true. But Mark, just Mark. in defense of Reggie Miller, because he, he kind of is yeah, in the conversation for no, best not, shooting. I'd say he's in the conversation. He's in the I don't top even ten. think he makes, yeah, top ten, but I don't think he makes top five even. Yeah, yeah probably not. Honestly, yeah, I yeah, can't, so what I can't do? dispute that. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to give yeah. Reggie Miller some love, you know, That's in case true. he's listening to the program. Yeah, you know? I mean, he's probably got nothing better to do with his time right now. So. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Yet again, this is uh, Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show on Camp Student Radio, fifteen seventy AM. We are still taking questions. <laughs> yeah, we got six minutes left, folks. Yeah, hit us we, with those questions. Yeah, please hit us with some questions. The, our number is five two zero six two one five eight zero six. Don't text it. Please call it. Um, it is a landline phone here to our station. We will put you on air as long as you keep. FCC clean, or if you want to tweet in some questions, tweet at me at Coyote Brody. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll answer them, but we'd really prefer it if you uh, called in. It's a lot of fun. So, anyways, yeah, let's start rounding this out though. Um, I really kind of want to dive more into this. So, like, honestly, Dwayne Wade, yeah, he's he's not even close with Jordan and Kobe. But I really, when you really sit down and think about it, uh, I can't really I can't really say anyone that I'd rather have. I I think I'd give Dwayne Wade that top three of all time. I yeah, and I'm, I think it's hard because you know we think of legends as guys maybe we didn't see play yeah. or didn't see play you know as much like you know we were young when Kobe but like I think we all can pretty vividly remember mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne Wade's championship runs especially with the Heat mm-hmm. and so I think that makes us think oh he's less of a legend because we saw him mm-hmm. personally but I still think when you really look at it um, yeah because even on Google when you talk about basketball shooting guards Dwayne Wade is number three. Yeah. Behind Jordan and Kobe. Yeah, so. and I, I just realized, you know, it's kind of hard because Dwayne Wade, you you, you would never compare him to MJ or Kobe. It's just such a skewed position, you know. Yeah, because it's, just it's the, MJ and Kobe. Yeah, and then and everyone then else. Dwayne Wade, and it's just like so, it's so high up there. So um, that's just like a weird position. Let me ask you this, though. So let's take out MJ and Kobe. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick a shooting guard, not to base your franchise, well, yeah, let's say, yeah, as a shooting guard to build your franchise around, no, excluding MJ and Kobe, who you taking? And Allen Iverson's out of the question. Yeah, he's a point guard. I, I, I still dispute that somewhat. I somebody to build my entire. I I'd have to right now. I'd have to say James Harden. Even though like if I could take anybody all time, James Harden right now. Would really? Be, because he's so so solid. I well, mean, I, I think it's comparing eras too. Because you now with how, how prominent the three point line is, sure. Yeah. James Harden, but and, and he's so all around. You know, Dwayne Wade still just like never got down that three point shot. But back in the day when he was playing, he didn't need it. Like the three. But if I was starting a franchise right now, I get, I, give, I'm give take, me another time era. And I, I would might. take prime Dwayne Wade over prime James to start mm-hmm. a team because you can fill your team out with shooters. James Harden is a decent athlete, but he's not Dwayne Wade. Yeah. And I think you need that guy to drive and dish really more so. You can find shooters, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not every day you find an elite athlete like Dwayne Wade who could do all the things he could. I don't know. 
James Harden's just too efficient, though, those foul calls that he gets. I, and this is a Arizona yeah. fan speaking. I know he we went to ASU and stuff, but to build a franchise, and you, you won't, you can't go wrong with Dwayne Wade. I'm, I'm pretty not, surprised, he, actually. I thought I thought you'd be in agreement with me. How I much mean, like, fan-wise, I, I love Dwayne Wade yeah. far more than probably any other shooting guard ever, other than Joe Ingles. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, if I'm building a franchise right now, it's got to be James Harden. We only got three minutes left. No one's going to call us, so I'm not going to shout that number anymore. <laughs> uh, we'll dive into, we'll, we'll, we're going to dive into some NHL, though, because we know a lot about NHL, all right? So... Um, ranking every is it is it NHL season right now? No, it's coming up. It's like they coincide roughly with the NBA season. Okay, cool. So um, they've got the power rankings out. The Nashville Predators. They they were making some moves. One. I do remember that they were uh, you know added some teams. I think they got a few of the uh, L A uh, not L A Las Vegas Knights players. So I uh, think that was really interesting. That's some cheese right there. Yeah, they got all that money and the... whatever. And then the Tampa Bay Lightning got the second. And then the Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets. Jets. Wow, that's a surprise. And no, it's not. It's all, not a surprise. <laughs> all the way at four is the Washington Capitals, the, the, the reigning champs, champs yeah, the with Stanley Alex Ovechkin. Cup. I think that's fair. I think honestly, we, we're going to see the downfall of the Capitals. Like I think Ovechkin finally won his one ring. Yeah, I think gonna, he's going to pull. A, yeah, yeah. Let's see where the Knights actually kind of land. All the way at six, so they yeah. take a big drop from number four to yeah. number six. Let's get a little bit of reading. Drop. What are they? What are they saying about the Las Vegas um, Knights? William Carlson hasn't just shattered expectations. He has sent shards all across the league. Wow, William Carlson just makes an impact. You know, um, yeah. Not, not, if yeah. The, the the knights are going to be good this year. They're I, I'm actually going to throw it out there. The the knights are going to be butt cheeks. Really, they're, I would agree. Yeah, they're going to be a bottom four. Oh, we got a call. We got a last minute caller. All right, answer that phone, Eric. We we need to stop talking hockey. I hope this question isn't about hockey. All right, Hello. who is it? Who is it? Just ask who it is. It's Rob. Oh, it's Rob. What's going on? Rob? Oh, so this is probably about hockey. All right, Rob, we're going to put you on air. No, don't don't let him. All, All right, right, Rob, we're going to put you on air right now, so uh, we're going to hear you. All right, Rob, can you hear me? Absolutely. All right, Rob, thanks for calling back once again. What's your question, Rob? Well, I was just listening to what you're hearing about the Knights. And, you know, I was thinking, something that came to my head is they're in the Pacific Division. Who wins the Pacific <laughs> Division in your mind? Who, who wins the Pacific? Oh. The Pacific Division? Is that what their their division is? Absolutely. Um. <laughs> Yeah, since they're since they're losing the Pacific Division. All right, thank you, Rob. I'm gonna take you off the line. Um, that was exactly what we weren't hoping for, right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Pacific Division it's gonna be contentious, but just not not for the Knights. The, the Knights are not gonna get it. But you know who's gonna get it, Rob? You know who's gonna get? It? I think the uh, the San Jose Sharks. No, the San Jose Sharks, Rob. They're gonna be right above the. Um, the, the Knights. They're as gonna... a fellow Bay Area boy, Rob, I'm pulling for the Sharks as well. Oh, wait, no, the, the Knights aren't even in the Pacific Division. <laughs> no. did, did you lie to us, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you... No, 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 it, wait, no. The... <laughs> Google says that the Los Angeles Clippers are in the Pacific Division. Oh, no. All right, you know what? You know who I'm going to take for the Pacific Division? The LA Knights. You okay. know, Ice Cube with that iconic signature hat with the, the Los Angeles Kings um, on there. You can't, I, I've always wanted those, one of those since I was little. Um, be a shout out and NWA. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't. Um, let's just, let's just get to this day in sports. <laughs> yeah, we're we're almost done here um, on our show on this day in sports. Thank you so much for listening to our uh, hockey banter, our overall banter. Thank you again, Rob, for asking that question. 
Um, all right, yeah, the only cool thing that's happened is Phil Jackson was oh. born 73 years ago today, the, the man who has both built, built franchises and taken them down. <laughs> yeah, shout um, out to the Knicks. Yeah, shout out to the Knicks. Um, the, yeah, Phil Jackson's birthday. Happy birthday, Phil Jackson. Oh, also, uh, I don't know actually whose birthday it was. It was a lot of people's birthdays last week. Shout out to Maddie Wagner and Jonathan Prigaki. Happy birthday, guys. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. There were a lot of birthdays. So, yeah, Maddie Wagner, happy birthday. Phil Jackson, happy birthday. Um, yeah, this was not an eventful day, an eventful day in <laughs> yeah. sports history. Rough very, day in sports history, yeah, I'm very guys. sorry. But, yeah, we're just about out of time here. So thank you guys so much for listening to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. Um, Eric, want to send us off? Yeah, and just, folks, thank you so much for listening. We do it for the fans. That's all we're out here grinding for. So we appreciate you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next this time next week, Mondays, 5 to 6, camp.arizona.edu, 1570 AM, or call us on that phone line that I still don't know. <laughs> we'll get working on it, though. Have a great week, Wildcats.